This is the Regional Artist Spotlight Podcast. The Regional Artist Spotlight. From Flash Entertainment and Virgin Radio 104.4. So we do a thing called Regional Artist Spotlight here on Virgin Radio 104.4. And when we first launched this, I was like, how long is it going to be until we meet this man? Because... When I think of the UAE's music scene, yeah. this is the guy that actually is at the top of my list. Comes to mind every single time. His name is Mo Flo. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Virgin Radio, Mo Flo. Oh, you guys, thank you for having me. Really. Oh, we're so good. You're obviously you're a huge star here in Dubai. You were uh, from Syria originally, brought up in Saudi, um, and you know you're going to to great heights. You, you mentioned that a lot of your music influence, um, well, you were influenced by the fact that you were a little bit of a nomad. Your family moved around a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, see, never settling down in like, uh, you know, a city for more than three, four years growing up. I think it's always just me, myself and I and just having my Walkman at the time and my, you know, just my collection of music. And my brother was such a fan of music where he would always bring in new stuff. So it was like me and him, right? Mm. And uh, I keep telling the story and I think I always expand on how me and him were like best friends growing up. So anything that he was into, I was automatically into. So it was him basically providing me with all this music. And it came a point where I started kind of like knowing more about the album that he gave me than he would and stuff like that. So uh, I think it was the one the one thing that was a consistent in my life growing up. So I felt like I dived so deep into it that I learned English better. Uh, I just started, uh, you know, falling in love with the only thing that I loved the most at the time that was accessible. So what were those tapes? What were the tapes that were being handed down to you? <laughs> Everything from Michael Jackson to uh, Limp yeah. Bizkit. Um, and, and then I veered off a little bit into rock myself. Mm. So I went into the Slipknot and stuff like that. But I was just like a, a year of my life. But then it was so much, you know, Blackstreet, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember I had a tape as well, like listening to all of those artists. Now I'm showing my age. <laughs> <laughs> like so embarrassing. But when my parents used to have friends over, I would do a whole choreography oh, dance. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> all of that. I was the I was the star with that. Like I was, you know, all those moves. And I think it defined my childhood for real. Oh my gosh. Are there any videos of that? Because those things are so cringe when you have to perform in front of your family friends. If I find those, I'm buying those and then burning those. <laughs> Maz, what did your parents make you do? You've oh told me gosh. a story before. Afghan songs. They'd be like dance and sing for your auntie and uncle at all these parties and then all the, like if a child did that to me now i'd be like oh please stop <laughs> they can play the piano they can sing but yeah. that no <laughs> <laughs> and you must have thought you were cool at the time well now you're very cool you've come a, a really long way so how long have you been based in in dubai how long have you actually been living here and called this place your home where are you set up and it looks like you're in your studio is this in your home right now yes um my 12th year in dubai actually wow. grateful yeah i studied here graduated from AUV, and i uh, worked in a uh, family business for a while and then i started my own business uh, with my brother and, and uh, a friend of mine whose name is majid who's also an artist so like uh, honestly been in dubai for a hot minute mm-hmm. it's home it's where I do business, where I have my friends and my family moved here from Saudi. So, you know, we're Syrian and we're, it's only four of us. So my parents were like, wherever you guys go, we're coming right Following. behind you guys. That's exactly. so, so nice. Honestly, Dubai is like 
the biggest blessing probably for me in my 20s. And did your parents watch you when you opened for Marshmallow? <laughs> my parents did not watch me when I opened for Marshmallow. <laughs> but they, I think they watched pretty much all of my big shows that happened in Dubai and, and, and Abu Dhabi, but they only missed maybe my tour once and then uh, that, that show. But uh, my parents are front row all the time. My mom used to sing when she was young. So it's like a dream of her to see like, oh, my son has fans. So it's like <laughs> my parents through me. So it's, it's a really amazing dynamic where my family are, you know, my number one support system for sure. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the live music aspect of, of what you do. You've done, uh, I've seen you describe it as like the biggest stages and then the places with the really low ceilings, which just takes yeah. me back, man. I love those gigs. Those are my favorite ones. Um, First of all, what's your, the first performance like that really changed you as an artist and you kind of went, yeah, I'm doing this right. What's the first one you can remember? Where was that? Uh, I believe it was Soul DXB. It had really? to be Soul DXB. Wow. The second time, the first time maybe was like a last minute booking. Um, but the second time was like, uh, I believe the same time that... Uh, Mob Deep were on that stage and like a legendary hip hop acts were on that stage and we get to shake hands with these people. Mm -hmm. um, so the XB is, you know, one of the most important, probably the most important stage in the Middle East at this point, uh, at, at that time. So uh, that was the time where I realized that I have uh, a relatability to the fans. And that was actually a transition point in my sound where I stopped rapping too hard and I started more, you know, uh, expressing myself in a melodic way. So that was like one of the hugest, you know, moment, like moments, like people were actually singing along lyrics that I had released that year. Uh, it changed my outlook and it actually, you know, fueled me and Aham, my brother, my producer, to produce that album that pushed us further, like in 2017, 18 and onwards. That crowd, that very cool crowd, next level at Soul DXB. Every time I go to Soul DXB, I'm like, where are these people? Yeah. Like, where, I, they just come out of nowhere. I'm like, you're so cool. <laughs> but where are you? Why didn't I see you out? Maybe I'm not going to the right places. Well, this is a great question. You are yeah. obviously a big, big part of the UAE musical scene. And it's a musical scene that isn't easy to find. You don't just stumble upon it until you get to Soul DXB. Where should we be looking, <laughs> Moham, for, for that talent when we want to go and see some live music that's, you know, you and your scene? Honestly, I, I don't know. This is the thing. So that was what inspired me to take a step back at some point, 2018 really? to 2021, and try to arrange our own events. Like one of them is, you know, D3 Unplugged, trying to put stages for upcoming uh, artists and giving them freedom to create. That, that was the most important thing where we don't ask them to perform covers. We don't care if uh, there's FMB being sold at the venue. We just want people to come and play uh, music and people used to come and sit on beanbags and I think not enough of these things are happening unfortunately and, and I know everyone criticizes a lot but I said okay no more criticism let me try to go and find this opportunity so yeah. uh, you have to just I guess follow the right people Big House is a huge voice for us here uh, we are hoping to continue to be that as harmony as uh, uh, the collective that me Ahem and Majid have uh, but at this point it's so underground but I feel like what I've been telling my friends recently is that so much music is being released mm -hmm. that we're stumbling upon new artists every other week uh, that I feel like it's just about time where now, you know, getting back to real life as well uh, next year, I feel like more and more little events are going to be happening 
the Dubai calendar is going to be crazy. I'm I'm sure of that. Yeah, it, it's definitely a huge growing, you know, market, this this live music um, situation here. I mean, a lot of it still happens in Alcuz, in D3. Uh, Fridge, like if you, yeah. Fridge have been the longest, you know, reigning yeah. series of artists. Like every other week there's something happening. So I feel like if you tap in with them, you'll always know about new artists of many different genres. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's next for you? Ideally, what would the goal be in the next five years? Um, I don't know. I just want to, I, I like, so I like just making my projects, ma- releasing my music. I want to get to a Billboard 100 at some point in the next five wow. years, whether as a writer, as a producer, or as an artist, uh, because I also do write for other artists. I do produce for other artists. So I, I just want to continue doing what I love in terms of the music. I don't want to, because um, I always had like this, oh, when I get to 30, if so-and-so doesn't happen, I'm doing so-and-so. And then as I'm now approaching 30, like 200 days away or so, I'm like, okay, like, that's He's not, not counting not. at all. <laughs> He's like, it's 199 <laughs> days and nine hours. <laughs> so as I get closer to that, I realize that I've also uh, pursued other things. So I like having this multifaceted uh, thing to my life where I run an agency, I want to run my music label and I want to keep making my music and, and hopefully get to that level as an artist. But I've, I've just been invested in doing multiple things for this culture of art, music and self-expression in the Arab world that I just want to push people who look like me, sound like me and have similar stories to tell more, whether I'm inspiring them through being an artist or whether I'm facilitating it from the back end. Uh, so in the next five years, I want to do all these things, hopefully, and I know I can because the support system is becoming really good. Like, I, th- I feel like connecting the dots, like just having Flash, you know, organize this regional spotlight, mm-hmm. having me here with you guys today. Like, you see, so many things are connecting these days that the more this happens, I feel like just doors are going to open and uh, things are going to happen. I think it's a. It's, if we're looking for any kind of silver lining from COVID, it's that we've all just had nothing to do for a year and we've looked at ourselves and gone, how can we just do something that's going to be exciting? And that's exactly yeah. what Flash have done. Flash Entertainment have killed it uh, this year and we can't wait to get back to their venues and their concerts and stuff. Um, the show that I was a part of was amazing. Yeah. Honestly, being out of my house and doing that was like a refresher for me. I was, I was happy. When you are back on their stage next time, Let's talk about the music you're going to be playing because we haven't mentioned the actual music you've been making. It started off quite hip hop and the Arab rapper sound is coming so, so far and mm. uh, growing as a, as a genre on its own. And then you said you've got more melodic, more singer songwriter. Um, talk us through your creative process. Where are we now? You're releasing like it seems quite a lot of music. Hmm. So uh, uh, I released my Faith project with Sony in uh, 2020 or 2019. I did like a seven track, uh, maybe I would call it like a sprint of singles that I might put together and make an album called Till Infinity. That was in 2021, mm-hmm. uh, 2020. And now I'm working on like a full length project uh, for the first time in a, in a long time. I want to work on a 14 to 15 record project. I'm almost at 80% of that. Uh, and I'm just basically trying to make a project that's not like anything I've done before, more of a story, a sequence, different genres, uh, and hopefully bigger videos, bigger distribution, uh, something that just try to, you know, catapult me to the next one, you know? That's what I've been thinking about doing. But uh, the catalog is great, but I'm always like, what's next? You know, like, what's the next? <laughs> The music videos, I mean, you're talking yourself down a little bit, I feel here, Moham, because <laughs> everything is such high quality. Um, what's your creative process? I feel like you're the kind of guy who's like into a bit of everything 
and you get everybody in to help you take it to the next level. So you get a song. How, how does the video production process go? So I, I work with two guys called Hassan and Basel. They're two Egyptian guys based here, uh, director and DOP. And we just literally honestly work backwards. Like we're not usually funded. We're self-mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. we we just sit down, absorb the music together and figuring, figure out what kind of resources we have, what can we put together, come up with a storyline. And I like to kind of co-direct with Hassan. Hassan is a, is a, is a very you know, proficient person, but I like to always touch the, the vision in terms of how it looks like, what mm-hmm. the story is going to be like. Um, and then we just get to work. I produce part of my videos. So I also like to be on the ground because I just feel like I'm also getting a lot of experience uh, figuring out what goes into it. Like I look into credits of Tyler, the creator's videos and stuff like that. And I see him as a production assistant sometimes yeah. and humbling experience. So I do all that. I try to touch from directing to production. And uh, recently I've been looking into like writing my own treatments from A to Z and trying to bring life Wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's very cool. We are getting to know your music all this month on Virgin Radio, so it's it's really, we, we can't wait. It's really exciting every month we get to find someone new. What's the first thing we should play to introduce the UAE to MoFlow? Wow. First thing you will play, uh, you'll play a song called All The Way. Okay. Uh, it's off my project, This Is You. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the fan favorites, almost a million on Spotify and a million on, on Apple Music. You play uh, Purple Flowers. I also feel like it's one of those EDM-ish kind of records that I feel like a lot of people love. Uh, you play Options because it's just my most streamed song. It's featuring Pusha T and always mm. people mention that first. So that's one. Uh, and you'll play Do You Wrong from my Faith Project. I feel like these four records would kind of introduce you to who I am as an artist. I, I love how we ask for one and he's like, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have like records out and I really would love for people to check out my catalog let's start with do you wrong because i've literally got it in front of me the file is here ready to go uncompressed ready to get in uh can you introduce it for us on virgin radio 104.4 moflo uh do you wrong uh produced by ay this is a song where you feel like you've been victorious through all the struggle you made it and you keep going for uh right a day let's go Mate, it's so good to meet you. Thank Yay, you so much for hanging you. out with us. Party on, I've been the one. I only know, no. Party on, I've been the one. I only know. Don't make me do your wrong. Do your. Don't make me do your wrong. Do your. The Regional Artist Spotlight Podcast.